Hello, I'm Pastor Isaac Hammond from Neely United Methodist Church at 1755 Thomas Deplet, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70802. And we're so happy to be in your presence today with the Word of God. And we hope that this Word can help you throughout your life, even over into your eternity. There's a word for us today that's coming out of the book of Romans. And it mentions in the 12th chapter of Romans, how to live an excellent life, how to live a committed life unto God. Everything that we do, God is gonna judge one day. And he wants us to live a committed life, a life full of joy, a life full of ministry and life full of the benefits of knowing him. And in the book of Romans, the 12th chapter, it tells us about being fully committed unto God. And there are four areas that you have to be committed to God in your life to really show him that you are a person of faith and that you are waiting for his return and waiting to see him face to face. You have a made up mind and you have a determination to do his will and to one day be in his glory and to witness him for all eternity. And in the book of Romans, the 12th chapter, the first two verses tell us about self-commitment, what it takes to be self-committed. Uh, before we can have commitment anywhere else in our life, we have to truly be determined and have a made up mind to follow God. Before we can start any business, and have the luxury of a benefit of knowing God and the blessing that go forth from him. Um, a new relationship, uh, uh, be uh, able to be used by him in different areas of the kingdom of God. And just to be a smiling light in this world for others to come forth. You first must be committed to God from the inside out. And in Romans 12 chapter, it tells us in verse 1 and 2, I beseech ye therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. See, the first commitment has to deal with yourself. You have to be fully committed and not conform to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, by reading the scriptures and learning what God desires for you, by praying and fasting, by believing, by faith, and by walking with Jesus. Our minds are renewed daily of the things of God and the things of the world will not come up and pull us away or draw us away from the love of God. Oh, there's no money. There's no uh, joy that can separate us from the love of God, but you will be committed unto God and have your mind made up because this is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God for your life. Therefore, we must present our bodies a living sacrifice, 
acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. So stay away from the things that destroy the body, the sin nature, and all the things that cause us to slip away from the love of God, the sexual pleasures, the drugs and alcohol, and the desires of prideful things in our life the hatred and the bigotry that we elevate ourselves above somebody else, but treat all men equal as a child of God. So we must be committed first to having a personal commitment unto God. We can't get around that. That's the first commitment that we have to have is to be committed ourselves over to God and his teaching, and his ways, and his thoughts, and his commandments, and everything else shall be added to us. Seek him first, the kingdom of God, and his righteousness, and all things shall be added unto you. Your heart's desire shall be added if God thinks it's a good will toward you, and will benefit you and the kingdom. The second commitment is found in verse 3 and 8 of Romans 12th chapter. And this is the commitment of expression of your commitment being seen in the world. Verse 1 and 2 says you have to have a personal commitment and a renewing of the mind and a sacrifice of your body. If you have that, the second commitment would be to express your commitment. That means to have it shown on the outside and your actions will line up with your inside. You cannot fool God. God is not a something to play with. You can't act like you love your neighbor and you're committed to him and it will not show. Whatever is on the heart will show on the outside. For out of the heart flows the issues of life. And in verse 3 through 8, it tells us that uh, we all members of the body of Christ. And so we should minister to people, exhort his holy word, show love, give to those who may be in need, and be simple with it, and be diligent in showing mercy. For we all are the body of Christ, and we all have received grace. But don't think too highly of yourself. Remember, you're a child of God, and we all were saved by the blood of Jesus Christ. Think soberly, according to God, have dealt to every man a measure of faith. So, if we're committed, it's going to show on our outside. Our actions will show what's on the inside of us by the glory of God. So, whatever ministry you're doing, we all have called been called to some ministry for God. If it's just kind words to someone, if it's helping an after-school program, if it's doing the will of God on your job, whatever God has called you to do that nobody else can do as an oracle of the faith for the kingdom of God, do it with joy and have peacefulness. And verse 8 says, do it with cheerfulness in your heart. If he's called you to exhortation, if he's called you to show mercy to other people, to smile and to be a reflection of light in this world, do it with cheerfulness in your heart because it's a sign of your commitment unto him. The third commitment is found in Romans the 12th chapter 9 to 16. 
and it's the commitment to the church. Uh, not only should you be committed on the inside to God, not only should you show your commitment as expression of your outside doing, but then you should be committed to the church. The church is the bride of Christ. And not only the four walls of the church, but the church is the body, the people of God. Those that were entered to the gates of heaven, the ones that he died on the cross for when he purchased the church and the church is his bride. And he's coming back for it one day for the church without spot nor blemish. Are you part of that church today? We're all going to be held accountable of how we treated the bride of Christ, the one that he died for on the cross, till he returned. Did we cheat on Jesus by going and pursuing the world, falling out to some vain things and doing our own way of living? Are we a adulterous and sinful generation? We've fallen away from the love of Jesus Christ. But in Romans, it tells us, let love be without dissimulation. Stay away from evil. Cling to that which is good. Be kind and affectionate one to another with brotherly love, agape-type love, Philadelphia-type love, in honor and preferring one another. Not slothfulness in business, but fervent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope and patient in tribulation. Continue instant in prayer. Continue in prayer. Don't let your prayer life fall apart. Distributing the necessities of the saints. Giving to hospitality. Show kindness in whatever you do. Bless those that persecute you and bless those that curse you. Rejoice with them that do rejoice and weep with those who weep. Be there for somebody who's mourning. Be there for somebody who is in joyful state. That's what a friend is. Show your commitment to Jesus by showing your commitment to others. That's what's called being part of the church, the body of Christ. The one that he shall return for without spot nor blemish. The last commitment is committed to life in this world. Committed to the life that God has given you and called you to do, even though you're in this world. And verse number 17 to 21 tells us that we should um, stay away from evil, live peacefully with all men. Avenge not yourselves, but rather give thee unto wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay said the Lord. So don't try to hold grudges and try to get somebody back for doing you wrong on your job, in your house, in your family, and uh, your community, your church, or your uh, associations. Stay away from vengeance. Let God handle your vengeance. For in the Bible, it tells us in verse 20, therefore, if thine enemy hunger, feed him. If he thirsts, give him drink. For in so doing, you heap coals of fire on his head. Let vengeance belong to God, but you show kindness and love. And that will convict the person that has done you wrong in their conscience. And the Bible says you heap coal on top of their head. And when somebody has coal on the top of their head, they can't get comfortable. They are agitated. They are in a 
in a bad state, an unconquerable state, because it's burning their heads. And when the head is in trouble, then the whole body is tormented. So show love to your enemies. Feed those that hate you. And give drink to those that despise you. And then the 21st verse says, Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. That's how you stay committed to God. That's how you show your commitment. By having a personal commitment of giving yourself a sacrifice and not being conformed to this world, but have a renewing of your mind set on Jesus. You show forth your commitment by showing mercy to others and loving each other and ministering and exhorting the word of God to someone else. Then you show commitment to the church by showing brotherly love to those that may be in need and serving others and rejoicing and serving in the name of the Lord. The last one is being committed to God while you walk in this world, staying away from evil and not showing vengeance, but letting God fight your battle. I hope somebody learned something today that can encourage you and lift you on your way. The word of God is so powerful. It's like a two-edged sword cutting down into the bone and the marrow. And the word tells us if we confess our sins one to another, Believe in Jesus Christ and confess with our mouths and believe in our heart, we shall be saved. I'm going to say a prayer today, and I hope this prayer can help you along your way to give your life to Christ. Jesus said all you have to do is repent and speak it and believe it in your heart. Repent means to turn away from your sins and come back to God. If you believe by faith, I want you to say this prayer along with me. Heavenly Father, I come now. I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Forgive me of my sins. Forgive me of my wrongdoings. Wash me with hyssop. I repent right now. Created me a clean heart. I believe that he gave the Lord's Supper. Went to the cross of Calvary the next day. Died for my sins. Placed in a borrowed tomb, but got up early that Sunday morning with all power in his hand. And now that power is sitting at the right hand of God, interceding on my behalf, I believe. Let me be part of the holy family of God, to live forever in his holy name. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. We love you. We're praying for you. Keep a smile on your face, for that smile may be blessing somebody along the way. Be blessed.